Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. It's a great days we're living, bro. That's just f***ing Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe, someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective It's time for the Band Slam Podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam Pod Season 2, Episode 4 on another beautiful summer day. And what we all know is America's finest city, San Diego, California. Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, how are you guys doing? Good. What's happening? How are you guys? Doing oh, well. This is a party today. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling good. Feeling light. The sun came out. You're feeling light? Feeling good. Have, are you still working out? No. Okay. I mean, I, I'm planning on going today. We'll sure. see. But it was like a really busy couple weeks and I, lots of excuses I could throw out there. But no, I haven't been in like a week and a half. And I feel it. Get you got to be honest. Back. Do you? The chunk is back. <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, I just upped my free weight routine with 35 and 40 pound dumbbells. What's a free weight routine? Just like dumbbell exercises. Oh. And um, I feel it in my shoulders right now, oh. and feels good though, doesn't it? Oh, it's 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 the best. It's the best sore on earth. Your shoulders are taut, my friend. Thank you. When I'm sore from the gym, I love it. You do. It's it's you got the endorphins so flowing, feeling good about yourself. And then um, I've done. I just saw it the other day. I've done over 713 miles on the Peloton. Wow! Very good. So, yeah. In how, what length of time? That's um, a I've, lot of miles. I've been doing thirty and forty-five minute classes nice. each uh, each day, and then my it. goal is once I hit a thousand miles, I'll put the seat on. You need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you walked right into it. Allie walked right into it. Kick it right there in the face. Here, Allie, first Bam Slab and prank. Smell this. No, it doesn't. I'm it doesn't smell that smell bad. This. I'm not here, smelling here, his Peloton shoe. Gross. Hold on. Oh, he got in there. Oh, God. Full nose. Well, it's his. It's his smell. No, it just smells like a. Sh- it's that's it's, you don't smell it because it's you. It, does, it doesn't smell. I promise you. I'm no. going deep. Do it. It doesn't oh. smell. I drink a beer out of that. Thank you. Oh. No, it's the, really not bad, oh. Allie. Now this sock. Not, this? No. What about oh, the sock? Try the sock. Away. Try the sock now. No. Okay. Here, I need, you need to put this back you in. You need though. to start posting your monthly miles Totals. like I do. That's a great. I'm only doing it for 2021. I love that 2021 thing. Um. Uh, on your Twitter account, that one new trail you found I that looked like it was out in the middle of like the trails, where Winnie the Pooh lives. I know. There's hundreds of acres back there of trails or hundreds of miles and, uh, and acres. But I I feel – I thought I had covered all of it. I really did with the amount of miles I do. And I just wandered off over this bridge one day and ended up in an area I had never been before. And it was beautiful, wasn't it? I was burping. It was. It's. It's awesome. Yeah, gorgeous. And is that like literally in your backyard? Yeah. Uh-huh. So My house crazy. sits on the canyon, so it's just all those trails are just back there. They're, Very cool. They go all the way to the do you, coast. Do you normally see other people on the same trails as uh-huh. you're walking? Yeah, okay. there's a lot of runners, a ton of mountain bikers. So it's safe. But yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes it's can be a little. I only had one time that was weird. I think. Do you have pepper spray? I do now. A friend mm. of mine. A friend of mine. 
uh, who does not live here, um, I've always wanted to try. Told me it out. I had to get it, and be, uh, just after seeing pictures on Instagram, oh, I feel yeah. like pepper spray can't be that bad, right? It's good on nachos. I, I'm just afraid that if I pulled it out, I'd be so scared and you nervous, spray they, or they would just grab it from me and spray yeah. me and incapacitate me. You almost, so. you would almost have to be running, like it, this picture. If you had a gun with your hand on the on uh-huh. your holster mm-hmm. to be ready for it, and the same yeah. thing is for the the pepper spray thing. Yeah, but it's yeah. Only once have I had a weird interaction with somebody. The one time. And it was really weird and very creepy. And I, but I got away. So. You know what you do if you Obviously. have a weird interaction? You call me and Costa, and we'll come. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I kickbox and he pelotons. Yeah. I finally just he, this guy was not going to leave me alone, so I finally just sprinted off on a trail. I, I knew it was where it was. I knew where I was, and I knew that this trail off to the left of me that goes straight uphill was just about twenty five yards away. So as soon as we got there, but the guy was on my left and I had to, the trail was off to the left. So oh, I, just, cross him. I had to cross him. So as soon as I saw the trail, I was like, bye, my friends are waiting for me at the top of this hill. And I just jetted up the top of the hill. And what did he do? Just stand there going. He, yeah. It was just sort of like creepy weirdos suck. There's no room yeah, for him. Was, oh my God. The whole story is very weird. There was but. a guy in uh, Best Buy yesterday who had a, okay. How do I describe what he had on? It was all, at first I thought he was wearing a Fred Flintstone costume, <laughs> and then I was kind of like, Fred no, he, he's just kind of got this long robe thing on, a jet black wig that was like a Dutch boy wig. Was he like trying to be the swinging friar? I, no, no, I, hmm. it, and I thought maybe so. And then he had uh, hands with his fingernails painted black, and he must have had. 20 of those neoprene like you know bracelets like you have on your wrist mm-hmm. on each I only have two not 20 two <laughs> and and the, like I walked up waiting for the guy to finish his conversation with the person who worked at Best Buy and the guy who was working at Best Buy kind of looked at me and gave me that give me a second here mm-hmm. and there was like a whole life story going on and, and I'm sure there's a bunch of information this guy didn't even ask about and and then, mm. and then I'm looking. I'm going, okay, gotta save him. And I said, hey, excuse me, real quick. Um, could you tell me where the travel adapters are? And the guy said, oh yeah, here I'll show him. They're right over here. Come with me. And we just, you know, mm-hmm. vamoosed from the uh, from the Fred Flintstone swinging fryer. Let's talk about the Olympics. <laughs> are you guys? <laughs> are you enjoying the? Olympics? I've, I've nothing to add to the Fred Flintstone story. I no. am enjoying the Olympics. I watched some Americans kick some ass in swimming last night. Oh my god, how amazing was the girl from Alaska? Yeah, and the whole, whole family and the whole greatest celebration. Whole ever. Yeah, her whole yeah. high school that going was insane at six o'clock in the morning. That in was Alaska. a goosebumps, chills, uh-huh. teary eyed. Those, those kids were willing her to win. Did you see the one guy was pounding Smacking on the, the ground? Oh, yeah. and then they just went crazy at the end when she she didn't even believe it when she turned around and looked. Like it was so cool. <laughs> and, and, and you know, we all thought it was going to be King who was going to win right. the, uh, the the breaststroke. But then you find out that there's only one twenty five meter pool in Alaska. In Alaska, yeah. yeah. So where's she traded? Uh, she, she just she swimming really fast. In, for she might be out in cold, icy rivers. I she hope knows. so. That's a cool story. Or maybe she moved somewhere, even though she was, you know, in Alaska. Yeah. She Stop hurting the dream, cost. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She's in cold, icy rivers. Okay, We're you're right. With, with yeah. salmon swimming <laughs> upstream, <Yeah>. dodging <laughs> grizzlies. Grizzlies. And- it was so there. cool, and she was 17 years old. I know. And Allie, she said, she turns around and goes like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, 
I won. And then um, she was so cute. I think NBC is doing such a great job of showing the athletes, the the family, and like watch party reactions. They really have considering they, come, yeah. they couldn't have crowds and they weren't letting people in after all to be able to sh- show all of that part of it. They have right. done a good job to make it feel special still way better than the NFL draft, way better than NBA games so far. At least I've, I've really enjoyed the Olympics. What I've been able to watch mm-hmm. this morning was really sad. It was sad. You know, Simone Biles, yeah. uh, it was, Rough. I feel really bad for her. I think she made the right decision ultimately, and I feel guilty that the American media initial knee jerk reaction was to kind of shame her and go, "It's a team sport. How could you leave your team at this moment?" Yeah, but she did it for her team. I, I agree. She with you, knew Alan. that mentally she was not there, and she was going. They, they won the silver, right? They yeah, weren't they going. Did. They right. weren't. She thought that if she competed, that they would not metal at all and she's probably right Right. when you think about gymnastics every one one thousandth of a percent has to be perfect and if she thinks she's mentally off and she thinks she's not really in it yeah a she can hurt herself really badly Mm -hmm. b all these point deductions come from the most microscopic things that none of us can even see Mm -hmm. so i i think she made the right choice i ultimately i just hope she can compete in the right headspace in the individual Individual. comps because she is the most dominant athlete on the planet right now her athleticism is insane to watch. Like it's so impressive, and I really hope that she can too if she feels up to it. But no pressure if she doesn't. Honestly, I I, I have one question, and my only question, if I had Simone Biles sitting here, would be, when did you first start feeling this way? And the only reason I ask that question is, is this something that maybe could have been taken care of before the Olympics? I.e., they put somebody else in your place now. There's not another Simone Biles out there. So even there's the odds are if they would have thrown somebody else in their place, maybe they don't even silver medal. But I, I'm just thinking in terms of if this something, if this is another Naomi Osaka situation where it's been this way for a while, did you have the, uh, I guess the the opening to say, hey, gymnastics organization, I'm just not there mentally. I think. I mean, I watched an interview with her the other night and she, it was so important for her to, she wasn't going to come back. She quit for a while and, but it was so important for her, to Mm. her, to be the only woman on the team that was representing all the other women that were abused by Larry Nassar. So, so she's the only representative of that. And that was super important to her to, to be there and be a part of that team and, for the younger girls, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe when I'm just I'm totally guessing, but maybe when she got there, she just, you know, it was too much. I she, don't know. What she said, she goes, the, the, the pressure of my whole country is on my shoulders. And everybody's trying to get at her, all the media, everyone's trying to interview her and yeah. talk with her. Of course, maybe just obviously became too much, but I admire her for her reason of wanting to, to be on the team. Oh, for sure. No, you, you get no, you, you know, you get no shade for me on the fact that why she wanted to, uh, to yeah. be there. I was just curious when sure. she started feeling this way. Well, mm-hmm. and logistically, it sounds like they had a five hour break between like one competition or one set of trials or something and the actual finals. And so she was like, I, I, I was trying to take a nap. Couldn't do that. I was trying to warm up. Couldn't do that. And my brain was just off. And then it, it was that one vault she did where she kind of landed funny 
And I guess she missed a full rotation on that. She did 1.5 instead of 2.5 right. rotations. Right. And so that when she landed that, she was like, well, I'm, I'm just not in it I'm today. Out of it. Well, and when she did the floor routine, which was her first thing the other night, which was her first event the other night, she com- went completely off right. the mat. Which she's I mean, never. Completely off. Some people just end up in that blue area. Yeah. She was off. Well, she she's fin- never done that. And she finished the uneven bars. And she came walking over to her teammates, and she kind of had that face like, mm. yeah. And so, well, it sets up for a movie. If she's able to come back and dominate <laughs> the individuals like everyone knows she's capable of, yeah, it really well, does about, set up. Here's the thing: if she comes back and dominates the individual, is she making? Is she digging a bigger hole for herself than just to completely stay so. out of the Olympics? I see why you're saying that. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I because, you know, the, sorry, Ben, to cut you off. The narrative is going to be, oh, really? You can go out there for yourself, but you can't finish up for your team. Of course, the people. The, the, the idiots the, will say the, that. Yes, the trolls will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she needs to concern herself with those people. I, I think going out there and prove, like, you're still winning something for Team USA, the larger team. Maybe it's not your team in gymnastics. They still did pretty well without you. A silver medal, yeah. as much as it's shitty not to get first, silver medal in the Olympics, not many people have done. I, I mean, it. I understand what you're saying. I don't think it would take anything away, and I wouldn't blame her. And I hope she does come back. I know today it's up in the air. Who knows if she will? It's going to depend on how she feels. Yeah. But I selfishly would love to watch her compete oh, for sure. because she's freaking awesome. She's so awesome. And I think USA is still proud to have her. At least I am. You know, another aspect of the Olympics I've liked a lot is Michael Phelps' commentary, his swimming commentary. He's been awesome. He's been awesome. I was like, he's sort of like the Tony Romo of football. <laughs> he's yeah. very excited. He looks happy. He looks healthy. I don't, you know, I know he's struggled a lot himself. Well, he's the only one, really, who would know what Simone Biles is going through because yeah. he had that same pedigree, that same pressure on every single tournament. And what yeah. he's had suicidal issues. Yeah. He's had, obviously, the pot stuff, which I think, looking back on it now, it's just kind of silly, but... Uh, all sorts of things, and so I think they're the only two people who are in the same vein. And but yeah, I've loved his commentary. He's, he's been awesome. He's really done a great okay. job. At what point? Oh boy! No, no, I, I, I'm just. He's got I'm the wondering. hand on the knee. You know, <laughs> I do. This is when Dad starts talking, and, and, his, and his other hand is pointing. <laughs> Very political of you right now. I like it. Okay. At what point, though, do we say the kitchen's too hot? Get out. What do you mean about Michael Phelps? No. Any any of the athletes, any anybody, okay, that that's dealing in the high pressure high pressure situation. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And what I'm trying to say is, I'm pretty sure that most, if not all, of the amateur professional athletes out there, no one came in and pointed a gun to their head and said, "You have to go play or you have to go compete in blank." Um, certainly, nobody ever held a gun to my head and said, "Go get into sports talk radio." And, you know, I lost my job end of last year, but I'm I'm not saying it's about me. But at one point, though, do do maybe organizations or teams or conferences or whatever step up and say, okay, here are the pitfalls. We thought you knew that they were, were there. Here again are the pitfalls. You know about it. If you're in, you're in. If you don't think you're going to be able to handle it, get out. I don't know. It's There's so much... When you look at the uh, the track girl who got banned from the Olympics because she was Smoking positive weed. for because her mom died, right? Right. 
That's um, what she says. It, she that was, was why she was smoking. Right. Smoking weed. But then the guy, the guy who's, is he in fencing? Who has his... The cocaine? No, that no, no, was... No, no, uh, The sexual assault guy. He's assaulted so ooh, many women. I don't women know about he, this. Oh, he's, he's a fence... Is it called... Are you a fencer? A fencer. Okay. Is he, is so, he competing? Yes. And he's in the, the Olympics? Team, yes. Is he a U.S.? Yes. What? And he has a self... What's it called? Oh, what the... Oh, I can't. Oh, I had it. What he, a piece of shit! How was he? How was he, he, he on the group that protects him so he doesn't assault anybody oh, while wait he's competing? Whoa! Whoa! Yes! Whoa! Uh, hold on. How is this right fuck here. representing the United States? Well, I don't know, but here it is. Sorry, I'm yelling at you like a you, U.S. You, yeah, a U.S. Ali's decision. Sorry, a <laughs> U.S. fencer facing sexual sexual assault allegations made it to the Olympics and has a, a team safety plan around him to keep him away from women. Okay. Yes. If you need a group of bodyguards Thank to keep you. you from sexually assaulting women, you right. probably shouldn't be there in the first place. So so what I was reading was this tweet by Mina Harris, and I thought this said a lot. She said, Simone Biles staying on the USAG team to ensure accountability for Larry Nasser's sexual abuse. Well, this guy stays on the fencing team because of a safety plan, says everything about how little we value women and whose responsibility we think it is to stop violence against us. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what is the so world we are living in now? So and- one girl's out because of pot. Simone is trying to do the right thing, and now she's getting vilified by not everybody. I think she has a lot of support, too. I really do. Um, but you have this fencer who gets to be on the team and has a safety, a group safety plan with him. Well, you know, keep, wait, so Alice, he doesn't assault anybody. Allison, that, uh, that fencing goal is pretty important. <sighs> oh my God. Craziness. You're going out there to sword fight. Yep. It, that, I don't know why. I'm, I'm actually glad this is the first time hearing about it. There's probably you know, another fencer who can poke someone with a stick. I Thank can't you. believe that you two didn't know about it. I had that. no, no. idea. This is the first I've heard. Look Did this me. news Breaking come news. out today? Here, no, Ben, hold, like hold up ago. your hand. Like a week now ago. Now make a thrusting action forward. Say, on guard. On guard. Okay, you can replace him. Right You're there. welcome. Jesus. Gold medal, my ass. Are you ass. shitting me? I love that I have breaking news for you, too. Oh. Thank you, Allie. What? You're welcome. Now we get pissed. Yeah. So. And, okay. You know, there's no. So my, I'm, I, that's not really going on with exactly what you were saying, but it, it there is no rhyme or reason for so much that goes on that I, I, I don't know. It's just craziness. And by the way, Tiger Woods is taking tournaments off. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, pro baseball players have sat out games. It sounds like she just it, to me. It sounded like she was just not in the right headspace. Maybe had a little bit of a panic attack to, uh, and lost so. it. Well, and, and the thing is, I'm I'm yeah, also I think she was worried about her team. Yeah, yeah. shitty timing. Yes, mm-hmm. would I have loved to see her compete? Yes. Would they probably have gotten the gold if she was on her A game? Hell yes. Unfortunately, shit happens in everyday life and to everybody. You've I'm, had days where you were shitty at radio. I've seen them. <laughs> I, it's reason I've I'm had days that I've reason had, I'm sitting here doing a podcast. No, it's not. You're, the reason you're sitting here doing a podcast <laughs> is because of COVID. But uh, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. uh, it, you just weren't at the Olympics when it happened. Well, that's and that's that's mm-hmm. where I feel so bad for her. It's that okay. So you stop competing in the Olympics. What are your pivot points? Either commentating in the Olympics and the you know the World Championship, the National Championships, or coaching, or opening up like an Olympic training thing. Those are really your pivot points as far as staying within the gymnastics family. Mm-hmm. Now she can, she can go on to do, My she has more she, talent. I, she has more talent in her little pinky 
than I will ever have, period. So she could probably go on and do anything she wants. My guess is she'll be some kind of broadcaster, probably. Yeah, I hope she's so, so well spoken. Even yeah. after this whole thing went down today, she got in front of the mic, answered the questions, yeah. looked everybody in the eye, and was like, look, this is my bad. I did what I thought was best for the team. That's fine. Which she was probably accurate. Yeah. I feel. I just feel terrible. I feel terrible for her. I feel bad for us because we didn't get to watch her. I the whole yeah. thing just sucks. But you have a crappy day and you know when to remove yourself. I right. think that's better than going out there and injuring yourself and potentially giving your team a worse score. Allison, do you feel um, that the women in the sand volleyball and the handball are being objectified by the outfits they're wearing? I swear to God, I saw tonsils the other day when one of those girls bent over. Oh, okay, boy. So first of all, bent over. I, I'm gonna, I have to preface it by saying, you guys, you know, obviously I'm a boy mom. Yeah. I, with you two knuckleheads, I love men. I, I, ha, I, I don't, I'm not a, I am woman, hear me roar type yeah, yeah. girl. I'm just, I'm not. But I do know plenty of women, including myself, who have been treated very, very badly by men um, in business, especially, but just in general throughout my life. I mean, I could tell horror stories, but, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, if they don't want to wear them, if as a team, they decided we would rather wear shorts than bikini bottoms, then, then let them do that. I don't think that I, 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 this is going to count wrong. I'm trying, no. to, I'm trying to have a strong opinion, but I don't know if I can. I think if as a team they want to wear shorts or they want to wear leggings, they should wear what they want to wear. I, I, the, That's what I think. The shorts that women they wear. wear bikinis. They should wear bikinis. The, the shorts that they wear for indoor volleyball, like volleyball shorts, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with them wearing mm-hmm. on the beach for, for two-on-two sand volleyball. I don't need – and I'm not saying – I know it's the uniform they've been given, but they should be allowed to have the option – and maybe it's there, maybe they're deciding not to. Yeah. I don't know. But I know that New Zealand or Australian handball team was told, you got to wear the, the skimpy bikini bottoms. And it's like... it's like. And somebody, I think, did say you need to wear them so men will watch. Okay, sorry. Ooh. See, so that, that's bullshit. I think that, from what I've read, that actually no, was stated. No, and if stated. they're being forced to wear that shit, I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. just wear the shorts. Right. I'm watching you compete. I'm not going, wow, look at the ass on her. I just think that... They should be able to there, – there shouldn't be any – this is going to sound strange – sex appeal or trying to get more viewers from one demographic or sex at the expense of these women having to wear these skimpy outfits, some of which they might be really uncomfortable in, yeah. um, I think is BS. I think the girls should decide as a team what they want to wear. Yeah. Just let them decide. Maybe they love the bikini bottoms. Maybe it's easier to move around in. Maybe they'd rather have shorts. Maybe they'd sure. rather have leggings. Maybe they'd – Rather have overalls. Like, I don't, I don't know, but my point is just let the girls decide as a team what they want to do. Well, here's a question. If I were to start wearing banana hammocks to this podcast, would we hey. get more listeners from the female demographic because of my glistening <laughs> thighs? It, you, it depends on what's in the hammock. Like, and if we have to, we have to send. <laughs> it's not all that impressive, I can promise We've you. We've got to send the accompanying pictures. Um, only fans, only fans, only fans. Put it up on our new on our new Instagram account. Yeah. I don't think Instagram would let that go. Bam <laughs> Slam Pod on Instagram, everybody. Go find us and follow. Oh yeah, us, that's please. new. We just put that up today, yeah. right? I think you. I think you'd have a large portion. Well, if it was me, I think there'd be a large portion of people that would come in here and boo me as I was doing the podcast because they're saying, "Wait, that's not you know, that's not where 
that's not we're downloading the pod is to hear I, you and your or see you in your banana hammock. I do think that that's a also like getting back to the Simone Biles story. I think the whole the booing aspect, the knowing that the country is looking at you. Like obviously, there's no fans there right now, but right. that almost makes it even worse because everyone's first reaction is immediately go to social media. Oh, it's totally. A, oh, yeah. She missed a rotation on that. She landed weird. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I think that's she part sucks. of it too. It's all. It's knowing that is the second she does something as the athlete she is, it's immediately trending on Twitter. Everybody's so judgy, very, very judgy. Um, speaking of judgy. <laughs> The world was very judgy of Major League Baseball umpire Doug Eddings. And this recently. is a situation where we can be judgy. <laughs> we can boo and okay. we can be judgy. And, and, it's a and different we will. story. Different story, Costa. He did and it I'll on, tell you why. Because he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. He said his job is to be a judge. Simone Biles wasn't having a bad day on purpose. He True. was doing that on purpose. Did you see he had 17 bad calls and 15 were against the Padres? Oh, yeah. Two oh, no, no. This was as blatant a, I'm going to take it out on well, you guys. Myers, they were three balls that my grandma could yeah. have called as balls. Yeah. And he struck out on three pitch. I mean, it was so appalling. I've never seen anything like it. And then just throwing people out right and left. like. I, it, and the way he throws them out, like, eh, you, that little, yeah, you're gone. Yeah. You're gone. Uh, he was trending on Twitter very fast, by the way. Just terrible. I, I mean, literally. I had and, almost 500 likes on my tweet about it. <laughs> did you really? I did. I was shocked. I was like, the next morning, I was like, whoa, what happened? Was the was the Miami TV <laughs> team also saying like, I don't know about them, but I know Don and Mud gave him player of the game. On, well, as Mud, as Mud would say, because of course, you know, everyone paid right. and bought a ticket to come watch. They did watch so good Doug playing that straight. Game. Don and yeah. Mud both played it straight the whole time. They were. It was never like they were actually making fun of him, but oh, oh it was perfect. Great A broadcasting. The Miami broadcasters were saying that it was going both ways, ah, which, as sure. we know, was not, not true. No, no. <laughs> was not there may true. have been a call or two that was bad. Yeah. Against the Marlins, but you you knew very quickly that Doug Eddings was just out to get the Padres. Which, hey, if you're Major League Baseball, you you already have a problem with your umpires, and now if you're seeing personal personal vendettas play out in front of the public, the paying public, by the way, the viewing public, you got a big problem, Manfred. I'm surprised he hasn't been suspended. And I what's really bad am. is that like we're used to umpires being really shitty in baseball. And when you see one that over the top, that he was that much worse than the everyday ump that we see. And it right. wasn't an isolated incident. No. People um, on my commented on my tweet and were showing, I don't know where they pulled this from, but graphs of there's, this isn't an isolated thing for him. He's terrible all the time. But, but even national baseball writers I saw were tweeting about, okay, th- this is not right. This is something personal. It's very obvious. Right. I mean, national, unbiased, not San Diego guys were saying it. And so. And that's no. where the integrity of your sport comes yeah. into play. If you have an official that has a, you know, a, a, a grudge to hold or an axe to bury, then, then you're ta- now you get right back. You're getting to betting. You're getting to gambling, to fantasy, you know, that type of thing. Well, and he threw out Schumacher, who has not been thrown out ever as a player ever. or a coach. God or bless coach. Skip. When he ever. turned and said, you're fucking that guy, and you fucked that guy, yeah. and you <laughs> fucked that guy. He's the attractive, by the way. Skip? Yeah, he's cute. Oh, okay. Skip. 
Uh, add him to the list, sexist? eh? Sorry, I shouldn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, I preach all this stuff. So I'm Manny, like, Skip, cute. you, and Ooh, Ha Sung Kim. And Adam Frazier. And, yeah, Adam Frazier. Oh, new Padre. Guys, there's new Padre. <laughs> That's quite the sandwich. There's probably going to um, be... <laughs> <laughs> with Allie right in the middle. <laughs> oh Prime. Oh Prime. He's a cutie. Um, before, yeah, before we talk about Adam Frazier, uh, when Fernando Tatis Jr. was looking at whoever the first fake bus... First base umpire was insane. Are you seeing that? I felt bad for the rest of that crew because, it, of course, right. they're going to defend that shithead till the. You I was know, wondering that. What do they say to him once they? You get, get into the umpire going. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wait. He so, was, what was your tweet that went viral? I just said I tweeted at uh, Major League Umpire Association. I just said, "Are you seeing Doug Eddings right now? He's lost it, and he's also lost his cool, and he shouldn't ump another game." No. That was it. Your tweet was pretty good, too. Doug Eddings is Latin for dog shit. <laughs> that one, and then the Doug you Eddings. You like 10. I did. You, also, Doug Eddings is the roll of fat around Joe West's neck. That <laughs> one was, was pretty good. something about tires burning or Doug something. Doug Eddings burns. Doug Eddings burns tires on, uh, on Earth, Earth Day. Day, and he chops down chops down trees on Arbor Day. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what goes on in that head <laughs> of yours, but this I'm is, so glad it exists. Doug Eddings drinks kamikazes on Pearl Harbor Day. Oh, oh my. Okay. <laughs> no? Okay. Sorry. Too far. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? You were doing so good, man. What a freaking oh. putz-ass mofo. Okay, Adam <laughs> Frazier. New Padre. All-star, right? Yeah. Yes. He, he leads the major leagues in hits. And... I don't know about you, but I hope this means Crone Zone is now at first base. I think we're getting there. Will Frazier he tonight. Will Will he play tonight? My I hope my so. guess, he's active. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think so. Uh, my hope is, well, a I hope Hosmer is not on the team anymore. Come like an hour from now. Oh yeah, I think that that trade is incoming. Thirty first is deadline, right? Uh, Friday. 30th, so thirtieth. Oh, thirtieth. Sorry. Okay. Um, but I think if the team is to stay as it's constructed now on offense, at least what's yeah. what you're going to look at is on days you're facing against a right-handed pitcher, Hosmer's in at first, Frazier's in right. Oh no, sorry, right-handed pitcher. What am I saying? Well, Crone can switch, right? No. So, well, yeah, Crony can move over, but no. So, right-handed pitcher, Hosmer's hitting because he's the lefty. So yeah. Frazier's in right, Cronenworth's at second. If a left-handed pitcher is going, Will Myers is in right, Frazier at second, Cronenworth at first. Okay. So it's a platoon between Eric Hosmer and Will Myers, which is weird because they don't play the same position. No. But Frazier can fill in I all hope, over the place. I hope, hope, hope it's not Will. I, that, Me too. You know, I could never be a GM because I'd be like, oh, but I feel bad because he's been here all this time while we were no, terrible. Yeah, and now we're right. good. He deserves to be part of it. If one of them's getting I traded, I hope it's Eric. It's got to be Eric. Yeah, because the fan base has turned against him. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they just like, dude, you you haven't done shit, and you're also, you know, Manny's a, a leader, Fernando's leader, and, and I granted we're not in the clubhouse. We don't know how Eric Hosmer is with. He's can... he's loved. He's be- beloved in that clubhouse. Okay. He's a not... great leader. Okay, then I'll just stay. I'll stick it. You haven't done shit. Right. So. His production has not matched up with what was promised for oh. what he's getting paid. Also, the thing you, that makes him an easier person, well, harder person to trade, but a more ne- necessary person to trade, next year his 10-5 goes into account. Oh. So yeah. next year he has the right to refuse wherever you're trying to trade him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He already so, has like 10 teams he, w- he exactly. won't go to. So, I mean, you got to think, if you're going to trade him, you got to do it before the end of this league year yes. and the start of next one because that's when he becomes that 10-year veteran, five years on the same team, and he gets first right of veto. 
So I, I you sooner than later, I know you'd have, probably have to pair him with a Robert Hassel or a Luis Campusano. But if you could bring in a starting pitcher or someone like a Craig Kimbrell, oh my god, worth it. Yeah, is is Craig Kimbrell or Max Scherzer? Which one would you rather? Max have? Scherzer, Scherzer, ten out of ten times. Insane. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna take so much to get. I Scherzer, don't want but... Scherzer to go to the Dodgers though. I just don't. Yeah, get ready, well, uh, Giants oh, too. Yeah, going? he's coming to the NL West. I don't know NL which West. three of the teams it is because well, he says I want to go to the West Coast. Okay, I, I know, I saw that. Well, okay then. Uh, I hope Preller is making that. Dodgers, happen. Giants, Padres. One of those three teams he is going to be Max Scherzer. go to Giants or Dodgers. I, I just can't. I can stomach him going to the Giants. I, Him going to the effing Dodgers. I don't think you want to stomach him going to the Giants either. I'm sorry, but because the, the three. Okay, so the first week of the playoffs, yeah. it's going to be some combination of you're playing against either the Dodgers and the Giants, the Giants and the Dodgers. Yeah. Or both of those teams are going to play to try to find you. No matter how it shakes out, the top well, three teams in the NL are going to be the three teams from the NL West, most likely. Okay, but let's say the one game wild card is either going to be Giants, Padres, Dodgers, Giants, or Dodgers. It's probably Padres. going to be Dodgers, Padres. Uh, right do you now, want, well, that could change. I okay. think that'll change. I do, you, do. do you want that? Do you want Max Scherzer if you're a Padre, or do you want you throwing? Max Scherzer? Oh, <laughs> Not Scherzer. even close. Okay. Not sure. even close. Use. Production's gone down a little bit. And Max Scherzer has been there, done that. He's mm-hmm. led a team to a right. World Series. You, Max Scherzer, any game that means any sort of significance. Mm-hmm. If there's an option to get him on the mound, he is your guy. He's and, and he's just such a bulldog. And mm-hmm. and again, they don't, they really don't have that guy as a pitcher. You know, Blake Snell is just, you know, is very mellow. Who knows what Chris Paddock is? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can. And Musgrove, you know, Musgrove's got a little bit of an edge. But Max Scherzer is, let's go, get in the effing box. It's time to play. Yeah. Max Scherzer is one of the best pitchers this game has ever seen. Is he two or three Cy Young Awards? Ooh, three? Is it three? I believe it's three. And World Series yeah, champion, World Series which champion. Uh, he did the brunt of yeah. the work on yep. that bad boy. 100%. I don't know. If you have an opportunity to get Max Scherzer, I'm not mad if you give up two of your top five prospects. And I'm not mad if you freaking go all in. And I feel like, wouldn't he want to be... Yes, a padre of the three. When you really look at the make, I mean, yes, we're in third, but if when you look at the makeup of the team, wouldn't he think, okay, that'd be pretty cool to be with Adam Frazier and Tatis and Manny Machado, and like this would be a pretty cool place to be. And the thing and about you're looking at Giants, like a bunch of old guys. Yeah, the thing Dodgers, about Max Scherzer is wherever he goes, it ups the profile of the team that much more. Yeah. So if you're on the bubble team, you are now a for-sure contender, which I think the Padres, as of right now, they are not a for-sure contender because of the inconsistencies we've seen from pitching. Now, you get Max Scherzer. Problem solved, baby. Also, Max, as to, to pad your stats for Cooperstown, you go to the Giants, win a World Series. You just won another World Series with, for the Giants. The first you, World Series. You go in to the San Dodgers. Diego. You just won, you know, another World Series for the Dodgers. You go to the F and Padres and you help and maybe be that the same guy that was for the Nats. That's statue worthy. Yeah. In this city. You're to so right. To yeah. get there first. I, I, ju- I think they go all in on him because they've proven that this is the year that they're willing to do something like that. Let's it's go. not about the money. Your luxury tax penalties won't be crazy this year. They will be in the future. Yeah. Now's the time. Yeah, just do it. I agree. And, I mean, does he want to be part of that drama at the Dodgers or no. so much? No. But the Dodgers might be thinking, how do we get the, the shit taste of Trevor Bauer out of everybody's mouth? Yeah. Oh, 
Here's Max. Scherzer. Get a guy who's literally only care in the world is his family and baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it. Listen, it's just going to come down to it's going to be a bidding war. Uh, but Max, obviously, he'll have something to say with it. Yeah, he he has the ten five power. He's got the ten five, and he said, "I'm vetoing anything I don't want to go to." I think he would go to any of the three, though. Yes, he would. And how does how does Preller do it? He does it and makes it look like he gave up nothing. Jedi, <laughs> Jedi mind trick. So okay, crazy. and the Adam Fraser thing. How about the fact that nobody mentioned his name once for all the trade scenarios? And I'm in this thing every day, looking at all the different things. Adam Fraser's name did not come Slide up hand. one time. Yeah. Don't you? You just like, and then all the and sudden, no one even asked. Did anybody ask AJ Preller or anybody within the Padres about Adam Frazier? Like in a press conference recently? Never or once. No. Nothing. No one knew he was for trade. That's, that's no one the even thing. knew it was an option. Well, and who knows? Maybe maybe AJ says to the Pirates, "We're we're v interested in him. Don't say that you're you're looking to move him. We just want to as soon as that we can." This is who we're going to give you. We'll take Frazier. Yeah, and evidently Musgrove and he are friends. Yeah. And said Musgrove told AJ a lot of nice things about him. Boom. And did give up an, an single A, a double A, and a triple A guy. I mean, the triple A was good, but still. It was Tuku. Tuku Pita Marcano. He, I know. I don't know how he does it. He just does. He just, Which is kind of why I think it might not be so Scherzer. Because we're all talking so much about Scherzer. Dang it. And I think Preller, like, low-key gets off on being the guy that kind of sneaks around everywhere. And then all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> big trade. Big I, I, I think about you. the Mike Clevenger thing last year. Were any of us talking about Clevenger? <laughs> you were in it every day at that point. It's yeah. like, no, no, no one had it. Well, what if we got Scherzer and, you know, we got him for next year, too. And then Clevenger and Lamette. I mean, we would be. Especially if everybody if, says healthy. Especially <laughs> if Lamette can be your closer, which is what I want. Say goodbye to Snell and Paddock. I mean, but you have Blake Snell next year anyways. Oh, that's true. You're right. And Darvish. Well, I, I think the, the Paddock story has been written. Yeah, it's It's over. Hey, it's I'm, Paddock I'm, Day. If you wouldn't have worn that damn cowgirl hat, <laughs> we'd have been fine. He was dominant before you busted that thing out. Are they playing the A's tonight? Yeah. Yes. Oh, great. The Oakland Asses. Who will hit the first inning home run for Oakland? Oh, <laughs> oh he's usually okay in the first. He's usually on the second inning that the wheels fall oh. off. Okay. Uh, uh, on, the, on the other side of this wonderful message from the great folks day. at uh, Blenders, are we on the eve, the cusp, the dawn of the super conferences uh, in college football? We'll talk about that next. Podcast, and we just reiterated for you. So happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh, podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from thirty-eight bucks to sixty-eight dollars. They offer a wide range of products: sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger. Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, they are offering a 16% discount uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast for all of you that get to BlendersEyewear.com. Just use our code. Bam Slam, and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. BlendersEyewear.com. Code word is Bam Slam. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. Two and one. 
That's right. Use our code BAMSLAM, 16% off like I did just last week. boy. Got a couple pair, new pair of uh, new pairs of sunglasses uh, for our trip down to South Carolina next week. Um, I, you know what? I realized I got the same exact pair Mud was is wearing in that photo he took or somebody took of him down at the uh, in, in the announcer's booth at Petco. Nice. You and Mud, man, you guys are uh, you're kind of funny when you're together. Because you're very similar senses of humor, especially off the mic. Can I? And you know who else you're like that with? Brady Hoke. Oh, well. Guess who's coming on the podcast soon? Yeah, our uh, our beloved head coach of the Aztec football team. Brady are you Hoke. are you ready to like barbecue him something? Whatever you want. Give him a cocktail. Well, we're we're gonna have to move the whole setup out to the fireplace or in that the big room right there because the i don't big... i don't know how the wind and stuff is gonna oh affect. that's right i didn't think about so that. but the big room back there if we could set up with some nice armchairs maybe do you have lazy boys uh no but we got cool armchairs okay and just give him a handheld yeah that'd be cool and we'll have drinks he drinks beer so we're okay can we drink echos well, and we'll drink echos as well oh an echo sounds nice right I now know, it does i had so them cool. playing I golf it's... I thought maybe we'd have them right here waiting uh, yeah. for us again today. <laughs> I saw the picture of you, Coronado, with your Echos. Oh, yeah. I shot uh, uh, 104 that day and then a 98 on Saturday. It was like, have you ever woken up, like, deathly hungover and then had to go golf yes. in 20 it's, minutes? It's, it's the oh. – Now waking up deathly hungover is just – I start thinking in terms of – if it's if it happened on a Saturday night, I'm waking up that Sunday. I'm starting to think in terms of okay, I'll be better by Wednesday. Yeah, because I yeah. it just it's for sure two full full days yeah. now. Yeah. So we you ended up <laughs> after our round at Coronado, we had reservations and gas lamp at Full Moon for sushi. Okay, I drank an entire bottle of sake. I don't know uh, whose idea that was. Uh, and then we went to Moonshine Flats, and that's why you were hungover and like danced our asses off at Moonshine Flats with Jack and Cokes. And then the next, so we closed oh. it down. So we were out till one a.m. And then the next morning we had a tea time at eight oh five in Encinitas. No, and uh, I at six no. o'clock I was like I'm, I'm not making it because I set no. my alarm for six and because <laughs> we had to check in twenty minutes early. And I called the guys. I was like, I, this is bad news. And they were like, dude, it's non refundable. We already put money. Oh, on. So shit. we went. We had a great time at Encinitas Ranch, and I actually shot better that day than I did at Coronado. As hard as we go uh, at night down in in South Carolina. The night before we play, which is, it'll be a Tuesday night and like a Thursday night, I will really take it easy. You wimp. Cause it, well, no, because I don't want to go out there and be hungover and not Terrible. enjoy it. Margarita yeah. on the first hole. That's what I did. It helped. No, we always. Oh. We always you ever had an 8 a.m. margarita? No, Boy, they kick it. you right in the balls. They we'll do. Hear, I couldn't do it. A little hair of the dog. I can't do that. Um, speaking of college football and, and Brady Hoke. We are we love college football, and we're going to really start to expand our our coverage of college football and the stories and stuff like that. Not just the Aztecs, but the national scene. Obviously, with Allison's son uh, Ben playing his last year of college football before we hope he goes on to pro football. But uh, it it is just such a wonderful time in this country on Saturdays. Well, now it's Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday night, sometimes Friday. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's there's just nothing like like college football. So we will, we will really start to expand uh, our coverage of it and get down in the weeds with a lot of the great stories and not just going, Oh yeah. Hey, did you see that play? Did you see that play? The super conference is it's, it's here for my game of Thrones fans. Yeah. Winter is here. Winter. <laughs> That's a great way. To it's, put it. it's no longer coming. It's been coming forever. And it's then here. 
they decided to push fast forward on it within the last three days, and it's welcome. This is going to be world now. Yeah. I, 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 I see pros and cons of that, but one thing I would love to see is every other team besides, you know, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, and whoever else. I, I want everybody to have a chance, but nobody ever does. It's no. the same four every time. It's there so is a world where super conferences is actually good for smaller schools. Good. Now, is it going to be tricky? Yes. And it's going to be almost like it's the NFL and colleges now, but it's going to be it's college A and college B. Right. And if that world does exist, then there's an opportunity for smaller schools like the one Ben is at. To be able to compete in the secondary one where you have basically all the NFL guys in the pro one. So I, I don't know if it can happen. It's a delicate situation. There's a lot of money tied up in it. And what I hope doesn't happen is this super conference thing that is coming doesn't murder smaller schools. Well, I, I'm sorry. And it's going to depend uh, well, on regional fan bases. Well, are you talking about you mean smaller conferences smaller conferences smaller schools Ben school has 20,000 students right school correct but they're in conference usa and yeah they're not about to go compete with alabama's exactly so that's kind of what i'm saying is i'm hoping that this doesn't turn into a situation where alabama and clemson and ohio state whatever those schools don't just take this by the horns and now dominate the entire landscape because there is room for San Diego State fans, for Western Kentucky fans to get in there. UCLA, I mean, the Pac-12 seems like they can't do anything ever anymore. Right. And, so, and, well, and, I mean, look, Oregon did for a long who time. Who San Diego but... State had great uh, success against the last couple of years? It's the Pac-12. They've mm-hmm. dominated them. Yeah. So, so the reason we're talking about this is that Oklahoma and Texas have told the Big 12 they're not going to renew their media rights for 2024? 2025. 2025. Past so, yeah, at the okay. end of 2024, they're done. So, in a perfect world, the mm-hmm. Big 12 would have three seasons to decide, okay, who's going to replace them. What's Not a perfect ha- world. No. What's going to happen is that uh, Texas and Oklahoma will buy their way out of the Big 12 to the tune of maybe several hundred million dollars, but they'll get it done. The number I saw today was like 170 Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, so the- that is right, an outrageous amount of money. Mm-hmm. Good. And do schools even have that liquid? No, and I hope that uh, – sorry, guys. And I hope that uh, the uh, that's what the Big 12 does to them. Squeeze yeah. them because they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to do it this year in the SEC, uh, but they're going to do it – they'll want to join for, for next year, obviously, for recruiting purposes because no, no kid's going to say, well, are you going to be in the Big 12? If I go to Texas, what are you, Big 12 or SEC? So they will be joining the – SEC next year. So, so then, so if you're the Big 12 now, who do you go cannibalize? Right. That's what I was going to ask. So do they bring in two teams so they stay the Big 12 or do they become the Big 10 again or what? what it's, a, it's a, who knows? This is the wild, wild west and welcome to it. I think if they were smart, they would probably go after, and this is trying to be unbiased here. If they were smart, they would go after schools like San Diego State or like Boise State yeah. to try to get them to come in, especially because San Diego State has this rising profile in this world. Because of Aztec Stadium, because of yeah. Brady Hope, because all these things. Yeah. But I don't know what they're going to do, man. If I'm if I'm the Big 12, I go get BYU and Utah. Probably. And then if I'm the Pac-12, I get San Diego State and Boise State. And that sucks for 
the rest of the Mountain West Conference. But I, I think it effectively drives a nail in the coffin. It does. It kills the Mountain West Conference. And so where does everybody else go then? Then, it, then it, okay, then you're going to, as we talked about, you're going to have your Tier 1 Super Conference teams okay. uh, and Super Conferences. Then you're going to have your Tier 2 the San Jose states of the world, the yeah. Utah states of the world, the Western Kentucky, the yeah. Western Kentuckys of the world, who will then all get together and make up their own super conference, so to speak. Right. And then you might have two facets claiming or crowning a national champion each year. What's annoying as shit is that. OU and Texas, is Texas the other one? Sorry. Texas. O- okay, OU. yeah. So those two schools are pushing fast forward on this thing that everyone has known is coming. And schools like San Diego State has been preparing for this, whether they've said it publicly or not. Well, they're they're, they're a, a year and a half, a year and some months away from being completely ready. Exactly. So the only thing that pisses me off about this whole thing is they're trying to do this too early. They're jumping the gun to position themselves better, not thinking about the betterment of college football. Yeah, well... The biggest hypocrites in the world are in college football. Exactly. Yeah. It sure seemed like A&M was caught off guard by this whole thing. They Everyone seemed was. to know nothing about I, it. And I the bet only... you the commissioner of the SEC and those two schools are the only people who aren't surprised yeah, by this. I agree. So then you're left now with – so you, you've got SEC, which is already a monster. Mm-hmm. So the ACC, nothing really changes there. Make uh, it absorbed. It, it, you never know what does what does the Big Ten do that has twelve teams in it? Mm-hmm. Ohio State and Michigan, or Ohio State would be saying, "We're tired of the Big Ten. We've we've proved our point in the Big Ten. We want to be in the SEC." Mm-hmm. So, do they grab? Do they go pull Ohio State? And do they go pull Ohio State and Michigan? And what happens to somebody like Notre Dame, who's the, not the, really the, in nothing. any conference, right? Or BYU, right? Same thing. So. Mm-hmm. You, uh, uh, they have to get in one. Mm-hmm. They have, everyone has to start being a little bit selfish, which is why I'm so stoked that San Diego State did get ahead of this and got the plans for the building going. And we, you drove past it today. Mm-hmm. How fast is that effort going I, up? It just it floored me when I looked over there today. And I've driven by, but I just haven't looked, I guess. I just was like, what's happening over there? So all these athletic directors have been knowing this is on its way. Yeah, This just pushed the fast forward button and... I'm I'm it's going to work out great for those two schools even with the 170 million dollar paycheck or pay t- stab tup the t- bill yeah whatever <laughs> but for other schools who are preparing and trying to do it the right way it's it's going to like what 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 happens to a school like San Jose State ah Fresno State I Hawaii. mean you you're totally going to be reliant mm-hmm. on small market TV deals and Ugh. regional fan bases. Mm-hmm. See, I also see a lot of football programs or yep. a lot of schools just saying, mm-hmm. I can't, we can't. Or like the Cal Polys of the world. Mm-hmm. Like really, when you think about it, their football program was struggling already. Yeah. Basically all their revenue was what they got from the gate, which wasn't great. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's an FCS school though, right? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, so it's, it's awesome. Right. On, it's awesome in one sense, but it really, it, it does show you the, the, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots yeah. in well, in, and schools that are falling by the wayside. Whether you talked yeah. about the Pac-12, the Pac-12 has been so mismanaged for years now. I mean, when you think about it, it seems like USC and UCLA. When's the last time they've actually? I just wonder, though, as far as the Pac-12 is concerned, if if let's say the Big Twelve does come, you know, trying to pilfer teams from them, and if you're if you're, I mean, you're looking at some pretty still some pretty damn good schools like University of Washington, Oregon. 
uh, Cal, USC, Stanford, UCLA, where do they go? Do they then have to go join some – do they do they make like a big giant just West Coast super conference? Yeah, and you could do UNLV and San Jose State and right. Hawaii. And- uh, yeah, is that what you do then? Um, so, God, the, the dominoes that potentially could fall because of this mover are obviously going to be great for some schools, but – just tragic for uh, for others who are, are going to be on the outside looking in. I have a question. Do we have any more sports to talk about? Uh, what do we think? Or do you want to talk about this? Who's that? Britney Spears. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. Nice. There's they, another one, too. Keep scrolling. She, yeah, she's supposed to like three, I think. Yeah. You know Lots what? of booby pictures from Britney Spears. Good for her. Look at those cans. They look good. She might as well show them off. Wow. Brent. So is this is uh, this is all reaction into the what's going yes. on in the courts right now? And I'm I'm not well versed on this. Kendall is. I'm not. Jesus. Do you know what's going on? Just that her. So, so her dad's finally getting hit. Like he's finally getting punched by the courts. Yeah, and she's the court ruled that she can hire. Yeah, I've seen all those. That she can hire her. Own a, she can change attorney. She doesn't yes. have to go with the attorney that the court has given her. Okay. So she can get her own attorney now, which I think will be super helpful for her. Um, the, my only thing about it is, I mean, she does act a little... Crazy? A little crazy on Instagram sometimes. Like, she just something seems a little is off. Is that part of her stardom, though? Because she always kind of has been, right? I mean, even when she was, like, the Womanizer video... I, I just... I'm not sure where the line is with her father if he's just a bully and just wants total control because it benefits him or if it is out of concern that she will end up with nothing and have no money and be homeless if they don't have some kind of control what's the fiance's deal is he a good guy i have no idea She's no engaged. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. How many, how many, and he's young, too. I think he's like... Isn't yeah, he like I kind of wonder if he's just going after the money, too. Uh, how many kids does she have? Two with her ex-husband. Oh. Yeah. I remember there was... They're like teenagers now. There was a great cutaway in Family Guy. And it was something like, <laughs> God, that's more irresponsible than Britney Spears as a mom. And they cut away, oh, they cut away to her and she's holding <laughs> the baby in the kitchen. And she's all, oh my God, y'all. She goes, yeah. And... um all the, the the giveaways for the Academy Award the Academy Awards were awesome, and she goes, she's smoking a cigarette, and then she puts a little indentation into the, the soft, soft baby's head, and she goes boom boom, and she taps her cigarette. Oh. <laughs> this was how Costin and I first bonded. Actually, was our love for Family Guy. Oh my god. Well, she, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know if maybe Well, she's she, had a, like, consistent job for how long? She's been doing the show on Vegas for years. Oh, she has? Yeah, she's been a headline show on Vegas. She's at, what do they call those? The, like, Elton John for a while had a blop in Vegas. I, I don't know what the word is, but where they have a consistent show like over. Celine Dion did Wayne it Newton did it yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. the Wayner. Yeah. So, like, she's had one of those going on for, like, four or five years, I want to say. Get out of here. And it's, it's. I don't know that she's ever late for work. It seems like it's all going well. Like, I, I why doesn't she Remember have her she own money? she shaved her head? I mean, oh, yeah. She that was, was when it all started. Yeah, that's when it, when it all started. But I, I don't know, though. Like. But shaving your head's like, not crazy. Everybody's like, free Britney, free Britney. And that's yeah. fine. I, I, I agree if she doesn't. But I. But should somebody still be just making a financial here's manager? What I think. That's what the dad it should shouldn't do. be her dad. No, you're that's, right. That's where it should be cut off. Conflict it should not, no longer be her father. Wow. It should be 
uh, an accountant firm. You know what, Dad? Can... Sign all the money over to a financial manager yeah. who is a third party, yeah. who like every other celebrity has, right? And that's how who is going to be in charge Put it of her in some money. kind of trust. And she's given a certain amount every month, to, which well, obviously, well, sure. obviously, she already is. I mean, control. she's living in a yeah. house that she owns, and she's clearly able to handle all of that. Oh my god! And she says she can handle herself just fine, but I, but it seems like there is some concern. Can yeah. she really? I, I she mean, just seems know. like one tick away from DEFCON 1. You know, it's just kind of yeah, like... Yeah, her sister went and, and posted a big thing about like, oh, everybody thinks I don't care about my sister, but I do. We're sister just because I don't put it on social media. Yeah. And I, I thought it was pretty good, but then but then some people were saying she would be How nothing without she? Britney. She early Br- 30s? Britney? Yeah. Or no? No, I think uh, she's I think 39. Close, yeah, closer to 40. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's 39 now. Is oh it? My you, God. Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure she's thirty nine. The boyfriend's twenty nine. I think. Yeah, she's thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard to believe, right? I mean, your kids are teenagers. Are they really? He is twenty seven. Oh my okay. God! How old are her kids now? Can Holy you see crap! That? Look at this dude. That's the guy putting the stones to Brittany. I don't know. I'm not. Nice. He's got a like nine pack. And two massive booby packs. There you go. Look at that guy. What are the? How old are the kids? They've got to be like seventeen and fifteen. Uh, I, I, something oh my like God. that. Yeah. Imagine the imagine the life they've had to grow up in. <laughs> I think they're like eighty percent with their dad, aren't they? I hope so. Federal yeah. Federline. Kevin Federline. Yeah. yeah. My my sister. I mean, every girl her age was a huge fan of Britney back in the day. And went to one of her concerts, said it was like one of the coolest nights of her life. And then she's so talented. I mean, her dancing is insane. And she's a show person. When she first started out, like, all right. Wasn't she like 19? Yeah. No. Younger? 15, wasn't she? Oh, my God. Was she a Mouseketeer? I think she was. Yeah, she, yes. I think, yeah. I listened to a she podcast. Like, she was a sex symbol uh, before she was 18. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. 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 Okay. She's had a rough go of it, man. But I like I, it's her money. She earned it, right? She has earned. If she wants to blow it, it all, that's on her. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, but like, I don't know of any like drug problems or anything in her past. Has there been? I don't know. So I, I, I think that dad's a dick. He yeah, it, it shouldn't be the dad. That's for darn sure. You know, the parents though. Just think about it. His name's Jamie. The mom's name is Lynn, and they named their other daughter Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Like that's a little bizarre. Like, I'm sorry. Aren't they so... backwoods too? Were they? Are they I from think like so. And Appalachia or something like that. I think there's a little. It, it just seems like not, a parent trying not, to. I, let's not uh, <laughs> isolate any potential Bam Slim podcast <laughs> listeners. Sorry, we love Appalachia. Oh, no, Costa <laughs> yeah. talks about Alabama people having sex with their siblings all the time. Yeah, it's one of his favorite jokes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Nick Saban was born? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You know why, why Halloween is the favorite holiday in West Virginia? Oh, no, oh, god. so one day out of the year you can legally pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, we have our songs that we're gonna we leave you with after uh, as you get towards the end. You got you got another one? Hold up. Okay. Oh god. Oh, inbred and it, inbred jokes are the best. What's the song from Deliverance where it's the banjo? Dueling banjos. <laughs> Dueling banjos? Is that the kid that... Oh, I feel bad now. That's inbred. That's the inbred oh, kid, right? Yeah. That's somebody whose oh, family... Oh, that movie's horrible. That's somebody whose family tree is a wreath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
God. <laughs> Which, our, like, our favorite oh TV show is Game of Thrones. The whole show is about incest. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Totally. <laughs> oh All right. My song is called A Paradise by the Ronettes, and it was recently in an episode of Orange is the New Black. It is such a freaking cool song. It's an oldie, like, from the late 60s. But uh, Paradise by the Ronettes is my song I would like for you to go and listen to today. Ben! Ali still has a song. Uh, yes, I do. Belinda Carlisle, I get weak. You oh, want to say it into the mic? Belinda <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle, I get weak. I'll have a Belinda Carlisle, I get weak, please. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Holly? Sorry. Belinda Carlisle, I get weak. I get okay. weak. It's a great song. It's old, but I love it. I believe it. it. It's so, have you ever heard it? Nope. Well, you've got to listen. It's, it's so super good. good. <laughs> have you watched Ted Lasso yet? No, we don't have. I, okay, never mind. They're 10, I know. 30 minute episodes. I know. And you can pay $5 to get it. Oh, boy. Then I got to get my wife's permission. Then I got to get her credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> then I might get in trouble. Oh, my God. And no one costs it. It's just whatever the oh most God. nudity on Apple TV is, that's what's going to be on the TV. 100%. <laughs> Dude loves to see Tushy. You got song? I already said mine. It's the song from Deliverance. Oh, yeah. oh, that's your song. Alabama and incest. That's yours, obviously. Yours always come with whatever we're talking about. I like about. to go 100 percent Yeah, you really do. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, Bam Slam fam, thank you so much as always for being along for uh, this uh, edition of the podcast. And certainly, last but not least, you brave men and women in the United States Armed Forces, what you do, what you've done for us. Follow us on Instagram. It's brand new at Bam Slam Pod, same as our Twitter. Bam Slam fam, we love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.